loan officers. Join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Alice. We are a correspondent lender, and every Tuesday and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, we do this loan officer training. We do a different topic every time, and today's topic is going to be real simple, how to complete a VOM, a verification of mortgage. So our sales manager, Jose, with 28 years of experience as a loan officer and a realtor, will take us through that. So Jose, if you're ready, let's go ahead and talk about VOMs. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us for tonight's training. This is a little bit back to the basics, but it's a very important component because this is a frequently overlooked condition that's a very basic condition. It exists the moment that you look at the credit report, you know if you're going to need a verification of mortgage, depending on when these mortgages are reporting on the borrower's credit report or maybe you have a mortgage that's not reporting on the borrower's credit report. So you know from the onset, the first day that you review the borrower's credit report, you should be able to take proactive steps to remedy these documents that you're going to need for the verification of mortgage. This is a critical step in every loan, one that pretty much is going to be needed on every loan. If they're refinancing an existing loan or if they have other mortgage loans in their credit, you're going to need a verification of mortgage, right? So let me get into it because I don't want to repeat what I'm going to say in the lesson because there's a reason why you need those verification of mortgages. So today's lesson is how to complete a verification of mortgage, also known as a VOM, right? So what is a verification of mortgage. Let's get really basic, right? Verification of mortgage is a process used within the mortgage industry as a means to obtain borrower payment history on any existing mortgage accounts the borrower may have, right? So we've identified what it is. Why do you need a verification of mortgage? Well, Like I was stating right now, when you review that credit report, you're going to note, for example, today, February 21st, right? If you pull any credit reports in the last couple of days and there's mortgages, mortgage loans on that credit report, there's a very good probability that the reporting date, the date through which those loans are reported through on the credit report may be December or January. They haven't captured February data yet, right? So the loan payment history on any of these mortgage loans needs to be brought current through the month of closing. Now, what does that mean? Okay, and that's going to depend on when the borrower is considered late, right? I mean, they're going to be considered late if they go beyond 30 days. So you would have to at least verify through the January payment for a closing in February. And in some cases, they may be sticklers and tell you, that if this deal closes after February 16th, they need, that you would need to verify the February payment being made as well. 
Now, that last detail is going to vary from underwriter to underwriter, from guidelines to guidelines, but be on the lookout for that information. So remember, verification of mortgage is needed because we need to have the most current mortgage loan payment history on the on the borrower's credit. Another reason a verification of mortgage is needed is because the mortgage loan does not appear on the borrower's credit report at all, as is a lot of times the case when you have a loan made to an LLC, right? It may have been provided by one of these conduits that don't report the loan to the different credit bureaus, but the property is in the borrower's name or it's in the LLC that's taking title to the current loan you're doing, for example. They're, so they're going to make you verify that loan. In some cases, when you have a loan made to an LLC, a business purpose loan, some of the guidelines allow us to not include it, to exclude that mortgage loan from consideration, right? But that's not going to be the case if the LLC that holds that loan is the same LLC that's going to hold the current loan that you're working on. So be aware of that. Now, there are multiple ways to verify a mortgage and you know, to complete the verification process. You can do it via an actual verification of mortgage form. That's a form that's easily accessible in your loan operating system, like Encompass or Calix. It can be done via a credit supplement. Remember that we get credit supplements included in our credit reports. It can be done via the review of the monthly mortgage statements, or it can be done by the borrower providing canceled checks or payment debits. You know, they may not be paying with checks, but they're paying with their account. So, you know, you could provide the last 12 debits from that account or whatever many debits you need to verify the, the date that you need to verify. So let's break it down a little bit more. Now, here I have for you a sample verification of mortgage form, right? This is the one that's easily printed from your LOS, right? It's going to have the, the loan servicer, who it's from, your title, date, our loan number, who's the account in the name of, property address, all that kind of stuff. And then they're going to click there. If it's a mortgage account, they're going to click mortgage, and then they're going to fill out that whole section there, the date it was originated, the original amount of the mortgage, the current mortgage balance, the principal and interest payment, payment with taxes and insurance. Is the mortgage current? Is the mortgage assumable? Is it a satisfactory account? Number of times the account has been 30 days overdue in the last 12 months, the interest rate, and any additional information. Now, how you would be able to obtain the info, of course, is you'd have to reach out to the borrower and ask them for the mortgage statement so you could have the information, right? The phone number, account account number, and all that stuff because a credit report doesn't always have the complete account number so that when you do complete this form, the MLO or loan processor is going to have to reach out to the loan servicer to obtain the process to submit the request to the loan servicer, right? You're going to reach out to them. They're going to tell you, send it to this email, use that service. Maybe you got to use a fax. Whatever it is that they say, that's what you got to do 
when wanting the loan servicer to complete the form. Then once the form is returned to you completed, you're going to review the completed form with the borrower to confirm that it is accurate. And after you've confirmed that that is accurate, then the completed form is submitted to underwriting to satisfy the VOM condition. Now, I will tell you that this is usually not the option that I pick for doing a verification of mortgage, because in this option, you send the form to the loan servicer and you're at the mercy of the loan servicer for a quick turnaround on that form and also for the loan servicer to complete the form correctly. Because in some cases, you get private loan servicers that may consider the borrower late if they pay beyond the grace period. And then they're completing the form stating the borrower has a bunch of late pays when they really were only 15, 17, 18 days late, not a full, you know, 30 day late, which is really what we're concerned with. So definitely, if you do opt for the verification of mortgage form route, make sure that you give yourself enough time to have this form completed, reviewed by you and or your processor, confirm that it's correct before you upload it to underwriting to satisfy your condition. In some cases, they could take two weeks to complete this form. So don't wait till the last minute to try to get it done. And then it's a rush. And then you're running around like a chicken without a head trying to get this form done. Again, like I stated, the day you pull the credit report and you see what's out there, you take the application, you see if there's any undisclosed liabilities on the credit report, then that's when you're going to know what you need to do in that respect. So again, this is the route most people go, but not, but I think maybe because they're not aware of some of the other ways to resolve a verification of mortgage. They see the condition that says you got to provide a verification of mortgage and everybody assumes that that underwriting is talking about the form when what they're really talking about is the process. And this is where this back to basics training gets pumped up with steroids, right? Because this is where I'm going to show you the workaround to save you time and make you an efficient origination machine. So verification of mortgage with mortgage statements. This is probably the easiest way to verify the mortgage, right? If your borrower gets mortgage statements for like some private loans, there's no mortgage statements, right? These mortgage statements <clears throat> excuse me, are always going to have the transaction activity, past payment breakdown, the amount due, if there's any past due amounts, right? There's going to be a lot of information on that mortgage statement, right? So just make sure you take a look at the mortgage statement and pay special attention to the transaction activity, past payments, all that, and make sure that, that the borrower is not behind, right? Because I've seen it where all of a sudden they provide the mortgage statement and it shows like a three or $4,000 past due balance that they've been rolling a 30 for months. So if you do get a mortgage statement like that, then that's probably don't want to use that. So most underwriting guidelines will accept verifying the mortgage with the most current mortgage statements for loans reporting on the borrower's credit report. That's the key component there. We review the borrower's credit report and take note of the last month reviewed on the credit report for that loan. So if, for example, that loan was last reviewed the December 2023 payment, 
then I would probably provide the December mortgage statement, the January mortgage statement, and the February mortgage statement. And the borrower may have already received the March mortgage statement if they already made the February payment, right? Because the mortgage statement of the current month is going to show last month's payment usually. So if you pay it early enough in February, you're going to get another statement in February stating that your loan is due for the March 1st payment, right? So you're only going to obtain the mortgage statements for the months needing verification. And again, pay special attention to the information. Don't just blindly grab the mortgage statements, upload them to the condition and forget about it because you, you could have an issue if there's weird things going on, like maybe they deferred a payment and it's still showing a deferred payment or something. I mean, there's a lot of weird information that can be in a mortgage statement that you may not know is there that can jeopardize your loan. So be aware of it. It's the simplest way to resolve the verification, but it can also be tricky if you don't notice some data on those statements that's not favorable that could blow up your deal. So another method, this is probably one of my favorites, is the verification <clears throat> of mortgage with a credit supplement, right? The credit supplement would need to be ordered from whoever the credit report was originally ordered from. And remember, we get a certain amount of credit supplements included with our credit reports. So it's included, unless you ask for a rush, it's included in the credit report fee. So how do you verify the mortgage with a credit supplement? Well, you go to the website of your credit report provider. You're going to click credit supplement. And then you're going to request an update of the payment history and the balance on that account that is reporting on the credit report. Right. So you fill out all the order information there. and then. You go and you click on the account that you need verified, and then uh, that's it. You just click what you want. So normally, you're going to want to update the payment history. You're going to want to update the balance and update the payment rating, right? So that's for an account reporting on the credit report. Credit supplement can also be used to verify the payment history of an account not reporting on the borrower's credit report by requesting to add the trade line, right? That's what you do for accounts not reporting on the credit report. You would first need, obviously, the mortgage information, maybe a mortgage statement, or at least a complete account number, phone number, the loan servicer, the account balance as, as the borrower thinks it is. And then you request your trade line, adding the trade line. Now, update. They're going to add the trade line as opposed to update the trade line, because this trade line doesn't, isn't reporting on the credit report, right? So you're going to update, excuse me, add the trade line. Now you're going to, I, I repeated this about, you need the mortgage statement, but you're also going to need a borrower authorization, right? The credit reporting agency that we use provides forms, but you can also use the standard form that is signed by the borrower when the loan is disclosed, which is the borrower certification and authorization form, which gives us the, uh, the authorization to check all of this information for the borrower. So again, 
Credit supplements can be used to verify payment history of an account reporting on the credit report, verify the payment history of an account not reporting by adding the trade line, if it's reporting by updating the trade line. And remember, you have to order the credit supplement from the company that we ordered the credit report. Now, it may be a little confusing because the credit supplement does not generate a completely new credit report. What the credit supplement generates is a supplement. So if you are only, if you're verifying, let's say, two additional loans, right, you're going to get a one-page document that's going to have two accounts on it, right? And it's going to have all the information that you requested that you would normally see on the credit report for those two accounts. It's going to be a completely separate document, right? So credit supplements work for these matters, but a credit supplement will not work when you need automated underwriting to pick up the change of the balance or the payment or the history. If you need automated underwriting to pick up those changes and you're, and the borrower's pressed for time because you need to close the loan in the next week or two, you're going to have to do a rescore of that account to reflect the new information so that automated underwriting can pick up the information. And now for our last method here to complete a verification of mortgage would be verifying the actual payments made. This is my favorite method that I like to use when it's a private mortgage, right? They're not reporting on the credit report. They don't provide, usually they don't provide a mortgage statement. And in some cases, it, it, the, the, the loan may only exist for six or seven or eight months, right? So in this, if you're going to use the last 12-month canceled checks, payment debits, now this can be used to verify the payment history of an account reporting on the credit report, but it can also be used to verify the payment history of an account not reporting on the credit report by providing a copy of the signed note on the loan. That's going to show if, if you have a loan, for example, that you know you don't have any mortgage statements for, it's unknown how much the borrower is really supposed to be paying. So you can provide a copy of the note and you can provide the payment debits. So obviously, if the loan is less than 12 months old, you're going to get the note. The note's going to say when the first payment had to be paid by, the amount of the payment, <clears throat> and then depending what month of the year we're in right now, you're going to have X number of payments made, X number of debits made. So you so you would be providing the payment debits, you'd be providing the note, and you could provide also a processor cert. A processor cert is basically a letter of explanation from you or your processor tying, you know, connecting the dots of what you are providing, right? You know, for the verification of mortgage, we're providing the last seven-month payment debits, and we also provided the note showing a first payment due date of June 1st, 2023, and I provided the last seven debits through January 2024. <clears throat> so this method is usually the preferred method by underwriters when verifying private mortgages not reporting on the borrower's credit report. Underwriters want to see the payment debits on these private mortgages where there where there's no mortgage statement usually. <clears throat> so be on the lookout 
excuse me, be on the lookout um, for these types of scenarios so that you can pick which is the best path for your loan. All right, I don't see any questions here. Give it a second, but I don't see any coming in here. Like I was saying, this is one of those processes that's easily identifiable in the beginning. Once you take that loan application and you have the credit report, don't wait until you get the approval 10 days, two weeks down the road. And then you got to close in another 10 days. And now you're trying to verify a mortgage through all these different methods. And, and you may be delayed. Even a credit supplement, best case scenario, if you order it as a rush, could take a day or two or three. right? And borrowers don't always have access to all the payment debits, depending on how organized they are. So this is an easy one to get out of the way early, upfront identify any issues in the payment history so that you can figure out some solutions. And let me ask you a layup question here, Jose. Is this required on a conventional loan? Yes, sir. Is it required on an FHA loan? Yes, sir. Is it required on a USDA loan? Yes, sir. <laughs> Is it required on a VA loan? Absolutely. Is it required on a non-QM loan? Definitely. Is More than ever. DSCR loan? Yes, sir. Required on a commercial loan? For the I guess LLC. commercial loans, I guess it's a, yeah, there it depends if we're talking recourse or non-recourse kind of deal. But, but if, it's, gonna assume, if it's a property owned by the LLC that yeah. is purchasing the property. Definitely. They're going to want to make sure that that LLC is handling their business in a, in a you know responsible manner before lending them the money. Mm -hmm. And it's always the same method, right? It's no matter what type of loan it is. We're just verifying a mortgage. It doesn't matter what type of loan, a VA loan, FHA loan, DSCR loan. It's all the same process, correct? Correct. Beautiful. Thank you. And I think one of the things that trips people up a lot too, Jose, is is when there is no mortgage, right? I think that's something that gets gets people uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that, that would be then having to verify that the borrower owns the property free and clear and doesn't have any undisclosed debt, right? And there's a number of different ways to do that. But the most common way is to order an owner's and encumbrance report, also known as an O and E report, that is going to verify any liens on that property, any mortgages that could be on that property. So you do see free and clear property, no loan on an application, be on the lookout. You're probably going to need some type of verification that it is actually free and clear. And we'll probably do a training on that as well as a different topic there, more about the property reports. Yeah, because that's one that is another one that catches a lot of people off guard. All of a sudden, they get that condition. And in some cases, that O&E report can take a few days to generate. You know, depending on where it's where the property is located, because we got a couple of different ways to obtain that report. One way is through data tree, where the MLO orders it and obtains it directly. And another way is from the title company that's doing the deal where they provide it and it's paid for at closing. So as a rule of thumb, if we see a mortgage, we're going to have to do something. Yeah. Right. 
Absolutely. Even if it's free and clear, that doesn't mean that we're free and clear, right? Absolutely. And on top of that, you're still going to have to document the other expenses on the property, like the taxes and the insurance. And if it doesn't have any insurance, you're going to need a letter of explanation from the borrower stating, I own my property free and clear and I decided to be self-insured and I don't, I'm not paying for property insurance and that's fine. Uh, borrowers have the option whether they want insurance or not on their free and clear property. That's not the subject property to the loan. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Well, remember we do this every Tuesday and Wednesday evening at 7 PM Eastern time where we go through some new topics. We got some great new topics for next week. We actually got them posted already up on the YouTube page. If you want to go check them out in anticipation. So remember we'll be back next week with some new topics and we will see you then at 7 p.m. Eastern next Tuesday then. Yeah, no no holiday next week. Next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training Series with the Mortgage Calculator. Take care, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. Loan officers, join the Mortgage Calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation.